Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit <laughs> Recorded live. And we won't let you down, certainly, Howard, with a little John Lennon and the Beatles from their 1970 hit, Don't Let Me Down, one of the last great hits of the Fab Four era of one of the greatest British rock musicians of all time. And yes, folks, we're ready to rock and roll, as you can imagine, as the gang is back together again for episode number 92 here on Monday, May the 8th, 2017, one 444 Caller ID one three eight seven four four pound and joining me right now on the line, ladies and gentlemen, is the John Lennon of the group, ladies and gentlemen, the human suplex machine. While well, I'm your Paul McCartney, and we're expecting a host more, including Ringo Starr and George Harrison, and who else might join us this afternoon? We'll tell you about it here this afternoon on Raw Radio. Let us bring him in right now. As I said, he is the John Lennon of the group to my Paul McCartney, if you will, none other than the human suplex machine, John Gross from Front Row, Virginia. John, how are you today? Imagine there's no heaven. Yes. If you try. <laughs> yes. A little Beatles there, there. How I imagine of the great John Lennon there. How appropriate is that? Good choice there, John. I like that. A good way to kick off our show this afternoon. 
It seems like Sean is in a good mood. I am in a fantastic mood as I am almost every Monday here giving you the best in Raw Radio Hour with the 1-2 Combo Hour and the host of many, many more. Sean, we got a lot to talk about, so let's get into the news this afternoon. First off, of course, we heard the news early yesterday how that Emma apparently got re-injured in, of all places, the Beatles' hometown Liverpool last night at a house show, we understand. We still don't know the severity of her injuries, but uh, the referee held up the X signal. We understand that she was being looked over today. We do think that she might be held out tonight's show in London, Howard, due to the injury. We don't know how much further beyond that, Howard, but John, this is a big blow for someone who just came back from injury a short time ago and who has been really, well, let's just say stuck in neutral, if you will, since coming back. She tried the Emmalina gimmick, that failed. She came back as the new Attitude Sassy Emma, and that kind of was working for a little while. Now she's hurt again. Now the question is, how much time she may miss? Maybe not much, maybe a good bit. We're going to have to find out, but your thoughts about Emma out on the shelf once again. Can it ever get worse for Emma? I'm like, always, can it ever get worse? I don't think so. I would agree. I mean, you talk about someone who came up from NXT, and they were really high at her when she came up. Howard. She started out all right, then she got injured, which is understandable. Then they took her off TV for a while. They changed her whole gimmick, and for six months we heard nothing but Emma's coming. Emmalina will be here soon. Emma's debuting soon. Emma's coming to premiere at a TV near you. Howard. I just We heard all the vignettes. Then, of course, that lasted all but not even a couple of hours one night. Howard. Then, of course, she changed back to the sassy Emma, however, and now she seems to be in a new attitude form, of course, leaving her former friend Dana Brooke to the wayside, Howard. She's off being a heel and an arrogant heel at that, narcissistic, if you will, Howard. But as a result, she is hurt again, Howard. We'll have to wait and see what the injury report details. Of course, we will be keeping you up to date with this injury throughout the week, Howard. And if we hear anything else before uh, the end of the show today, we will let you know. Also, speaking of miracles, however... There was no shortage of those this past Saturday. The running of the roses, if you will, Churchill Downs, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, as almost uh, always dreaming. How it was definitely not dreaming, however, and won the Kentucky Derby. I know, John, you don't watch horse racing. I don't watch myself, however, but always dreaming seemed to be, uh, well, not dreaming, however, as it won the first leg of the Triple Crown by winning at Churchill Downs on Saturday. Congratulations to uh, Kentucky is what I'll say. Yes. And like I said, I would, I am congr- I'm congratulating also the horse, as you know, a very good thing. However, this, this horse owner has made a lot of bread, however, and I'll tell you what, however, it is going to be very fun to watch, however, let's just say what happens next in a few weeks when the next stage of the uh, Triple Crown takes place, however, down in near your neck of the woods in Baltimore, if you will, at the Preakness, if you will, a week from this coming Saturday. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, we just got some uh, spoilers in from the main event tonight, however, for you uh, UK fans, however, we heard that Alistair Black, of course, defeated Kurt Hawkins. It was likely a dark match. And Noam Dar, however, defeated Grand Metallic, however. So apparently those were your warm-up matches, of course, tonight. As we said, ladies and gentlemen, there will be a lot going on Raw here, as we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. Also, ladies and gentlemen, however, tonight, however, the NHL playoffs continue, however. And, of course, uh, we saw what happened last week, however, on Monday night. Um, we left you last Monday. It looked like the Washington Capitals were going to be buried, however, at three to one, at uh, three nothing. But somehow they got into the series, cut it to two one, despite the fact they took out Sid Crosby. However, mind you, in that game, thanks to uh, former Penguin Matt Niskanen and of course Mr. Alex Ovechkin, neither one of them served any time or suspension time whatsoever. Even though some people were calling for his head, most notably me. But as a result, that changed. However. And as a result, however, we saw what happened, however, and that was the Washington Capitals get their first victory of the series. 
However, Wednesday night, the Penguins got back to within a two-game cushion again, however, when they came out ready to go, however, and had to hang on for a 3-2 victory in Pittsburgh at the Console Energy Center, the PPG Paints Arena, to take the series off 3-1. Well, unfortunately, it was a good game all around Wednesday night. The Penguins jumped out to a 2-0 start. The Caps got back in the game, however, tied it to, and I was saying all along, I'm John even heard me the whole night hour on uh, Revolution Radio, and I think a lot of people even heard me say that the next goal from either team is going to either tie up the series or at least go back up two games. Well, the Penguins did just that, however, in the third period when they got a late goal, however, in the third period. But Saturday night, folks, it looked like the Pens were ready to put the Caps out of their misery once again when suddenly the Penguins, who were up 2-1 after two periods of play, however, saw the Capitals, if you will, however, go up and cut the series back to within a game at 3-2, to two, however, mind you, by winning 4-2. to two. Tonight is Game 6. Back in Pittsburgh, of course, Crosby will be returning to the line for the first time in a week. You can imagine it's going to be crazy in Pittsburgh. We'll see what happens. If the Caps can force a Game 7 back in Washington on Wednesday, or if the Penguins can put them out once and for all, however, and go to the Eastern Conference Final. John, this Game 6 is going to be a crucial, crucial game of the whole series by far, and maybe the toughest one yet for both teams tonight here in Pittsburgh. Oh, well, maybe tough for you if we win again. That is true. You are right, however. You are right, however. And uh, we'll have to wait and see. And speaking how- of Washington, D.C., this Thursday, folks, Yes. don't forget I'm going to be heading to Nationals Park. Yes. That should be very fun to see the two good teams of, uh, let's, like I said, however, we'll see what happens, however. Let's just say how we'll uh, definitely uh, talk about that, however. And uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens here this Thursday night. Speaking of which, Howard, John, I'm sure you heard this yesterday. The Yankees and the Cubs played last night, Howard, but that wasn't the story. The story was, Howard, it was 4-1 to one going into the ninth inning. The Yanks were winning. The Cubs tied it, went into extra frames until about 2.30, 3 o'clock this morning until the 18th inning when they ran out of baseballs. And of all things, the Yankees somehow had the last lap and swept out the Cubs. So the Cubs have now lost three in a row. They are on their way to Denver. But I'll tell you what, the story here was that 18 inning game, and of course the baseball is being run out of power. It seemed like the, both teams used a ton of pitchers, a ton of uh, batters. I mean, this was the longest game they said, I think, in Wrigley Field, maybe in the last 10 or 11 years, however, but uh, nevertheless, the Yankees bring out the brooms, and they sweep out the defending champs here. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. watch it, but, but wow. Yeah, that was crazy. You saying that made me go, wow. Yeah, I mean, I fell asleep. I mean, I fell asleep. It was 4 to 3 in the ninth. I mean, it was about 10, 30, 11 o'clock after we did a very special edition of uh, Top Healing, which, by the way, you can listen to every Thursday night with Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Black Widow, Gerard T. Smith, myself, and, of course, our good friends, the Wolf Queen and Heavy Metal, one four five six two pound on Thursday nights from 7 o'clock till 8 o'clock, of course, before Wolf Pack Ray, which, by the way, is always a howling good show. However, every Thursday night, the call ID is one three eight five two one pound plus one, and you can be on the air with us. But anyway, I was watching the game. This was about 10, 30, 11, after we did Wolfpack Radio last night. I fell asleep about quarter to 11. This was about the last of the ninth, two outs. I'm thinking, okay, the Cubs are down to their last bat, however, and Chris Bryant's coming up against Aurora's Chapman. Chapman plunked Bryant in the wrist. I don't know if Bryant uh, suffered a broken wrist or he suffered an injury due to the sprained wrist or whatever. Long story short, the game tied at four, and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be over real soon. The Cubs are going to end up winning here with a walk-off or a long single. That'll be in the winning run. 
Well, that wasn't the case. They went to the 10th, and at this point, it's about quarter after 11, 11, 11.20. I'm thinking, okay, the Yanks are up. They're going to win in here. Well, I fell asleep with the game on. I later found out, however, when I woke up early this morning, however, I'm watching Sports Center about 8.30, 9 o'clock this morning, that the game went until 2.30 in the morning, and that's when the Yankees ended up winning. So go figure. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Yes. But, I agree. Uh, Speaking of crazy folks, a quick reminder, ladies and gentlemen, one week from this Saturday, of course, you can join the gang, Gerard, myself, Michelle, and, of course, our good friends Heavy Metal and the Wolf Queen for a very special edition of Attitude Radio, 138982. That's our Saturday night live show every Saturday night where you can listen to the best damn Saturday night show on radio. We will be talking about NXT TakeOver, which is a week from Saturday. And, of course, next week we will have our predictions for NXT TakeOver and Backlash, which is coming up a week from Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. And for all you moms out there this coming Sunday, however, Early on, all of us here at the Raw Radio staff would like to wish you a very early Happy Mother's Day. Hope it's a great one for you this coming Sunday. Uh, also this Saturday, a very special event in my family, however, as my niece will be making her first Holy Communion, so I want to give her a plug there and say congratulations to her. So that's going to be very awesome this Saturday. Uh, but in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we also got a surprise for you coming up later this afternoon, however, just after 4 o'clock, however, where the Black Widow has challenged yours truly the Iceman to a 10-question standoff to see who knows... Who knows the best about the miracle? Mike Bennett, if you will. And we're going to have a lot of fun with that this afternoon, so be sure to check us out here just after 4 o'clock. But before we do, a quick reminder, every Tuesday night, however, you can join Gerard T. Smith and myself in the famous Time Machine show. That is known as Attitude Radio, 139926 pounds. That gets underway at 7 o'clock. <coughs> Excuse me. Every Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, we will tell you where we will take you to a time and place. And then, of course, every uh, Tuesday night, also, ladies and gentlemen, one three eight five two one oh five. I almost said the wrong number. One three eight oh five five pound will get you on Revolution, which is on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday nights. Of course, this Tuesday and every Tuesday, we give you the raw recap, of course, from the past night. Of course, we also give you the latest news and headlines from Gerard T. Smith and myself. And we will also give the birthdays and dates from our human suplex machine, John Gross. So speaking of which, we're going to turn it over to John now, who has our birthdays and dates from the last few days, and he will let us know what's going on there. So, John, the stage is all yours now. Yes. 33 years ago today, World Class Championship Wrestling presented the David Von Erich Memorial Parade of Champions. Yes. This was a tribute to the late David Von Erich, who died while on tour in Japan about three months earlier. Yes, that's correct. Took place at Texas Stadium in the Dallas suburb of Irvine with 332-123 fans in attendance. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> I know. Fritz Von Erich, Kevin, the Von Erichs had a big night. Yes. In honor of their brother, they beat yes. They beat the fabulous Freebirds to win the WCCW Six-Man Tag Team Championship. Yes. But Kerry would replace Fritz on the team when the elder Von Erich retired. Yes. And speaking of Kerry Von Erich, he beat Ric Flair to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Yes, but he would only hold it for a few weeks, I recall, and then lost it back in Japan to Ric Flair. 28 years ago, Fane Joshi Shigisa Nagawa retired on her 26th birthday. Yes. And I th- and I think it's something historic about that too because I think Chad mentioned on Saturday I think on uh, Power Hour which by the way it's on every 
Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, here on the Talk Shoe Radio Network, one four one three six four pound at four o'clock. That certain athletes, especially like her, retire like in their mid twenties, don't they? Yeah. So there you go. Yes. Seventeen years ago today, WWE presented Insurrection. Yes. With the British Bulldog beating Crash Holly to win the WWE Hardcore Championship. I think this was his last title, wasn't it? What? Well, yes. Yes, I thought. Yes. Fifteen years ago today, the World Wrestling Federation got the F out. Yes, that's right. And they they dropped the F to emphasize the E for entertainment. Correct. Yep. Um. That night. That night. Yes. Uh, in Hartford, Connecticut, William Regal beat Spike Dudley in just 36 seconds to win the WWE European Championship. Yes. And on the same show, Bubba Ray Dudley won the hardcore title only to lose it to Raven, who lost it to uh, Jeff Incredible, yes. to Crash Holly, and Trish Stratus. Who would have thought Chris Stratus would be a hardcore champion? But lost it, the belt to Steven Richards. That's right. Tommy Dreamer announced 13 years ago today that he announced his retirement. Yes. But that didn't last long. Yes. Yep. That didn't last long, because nope. he still wrestled. That's correct. Eleven years ago today, WWE would hire Dylan Platt, known as Hornswoggle. Yes. Five years ago today, WWE got rid of Goldust, but it was originally a one-shot deal because Goldust has been on the roster full-time since his return to the fall of 2013. That's right. And he's still old at his age, but guess what? He still got it for his old age. Yes, he does. I mean, he just turned 48 on, on even a few weeks ago, and I know last month also, believe it or not, however, we saw, however, uh, R-True turn 45. Yep. One year ago today, WWE let go of its eight roster member, members. Hornswoggle, Alex Riley, Zeb Coulter, El Torito, Cameron, Santino Morella, Wade Barrett, and Damian Sandow. And speaking of which, before I go on anything else, I did hear uh, last night, however, from MLD say something that WWE, I think, when they get back from the European tour in a few uh, this next week or the next couple of weeks, I believe, they're going to be doing a house cleaning again. And one of the names I've heard so far, she says that she thinks she's heard that could be let go, could be Rhino. Wow. Yes, but we're not sure who else yet. But that's just early scuttlebutt I've heard, folks. I mean, we'll have to see. But I know WWE's probably going to do some house cleaning here pretty soon because right now I can name at least four or five could be on their way out. I hate to say it. I'm thinking uh, Curtis Axel could be gone. I'm thinking Kurt Hawkins could be gone. Uh, like I said, Rhino could be shown the door. Uh, another guy could be on his way out, and I feel could be let go very soon. Could be a guy like Bo Dallas. I don't know. I mean, they're going to have to make some major, major house cleanings going on here very soon. Yeah. Happy 29th birthday to Charlie Crowley, known for 
wrestling fans as Evie. Yes. Um, and also, happy 33rd birthday to Mr. Pop-Up Powerbomb Man himself, Kevin Owens. Yes. Yes, indeed, however. And also, it's and this is from, uh, when was this? Uh, was this Saturday, right? Yes. Okay, and also Saturday, folks, happy birthday to Brian Nobbs, who turned 53 on Saturday, believe it. Hulk Hogan's a good friend and one half of the Nasty Boys, too. And also, happy 37th birthday to Colt Cabana. Yes. We went to Gerard, and uh, Michelle and I were talking about him on the Attitude Radio Show on Saturday night. He, he does a very good podcast weekly, and him and Wade Barrett actually are going to be teaming up, I think, pretty soon in ROH together. Oh, nice. Yes. All right, let's go to Sunday. Okay. And while John's All right. before we get to John's plug here, let's remind you, ladies and gentlemen, of course, this uh, Wednesday night and every Wednesday night, we have a triple stacker line for you beginning at 6.30 p.m. with Outside the Ropes, one four one three ten, where we talk non-wrestling news about the latest music, politics, movies, and sports. Then at 8 o'clock, the debate table is wide open for everyone, Howard, Gerard, myself, and Michelle, and whoever else comes on the line, one three nine nine two. And we recap SmackDown for you on Wednesday nights, ladies and gentlemen. From the night before on Tuesday nights, hour, every Wednesday here on the Talk Shoe Radio Network Tower, beginning at 9 p.m. or just after 9 o'clock. The caller ID is the same as Revolution on Tuesdays and Fridays, 138055 pounds. All right. 103 years ago today in Kansas, Stanius Zabisco beat, beat America's to win the World Heavyweight Championship. Hmm, interesting. NWA presented Wrestle War 89 yes. from Nashville Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, and this was the famous Ricky Steamboat Ric Flair match where Ric Flair got the title back, I remember. Yeah, and also <laughs> being beaten up by Terry Funk. That's right, because that set up the Great American Bash, I remember, for the following month. That's right, yep. WCW presented Slamboree. From the Kemper Arena in Kansas City, Missouri. Yes, and I, I remember that. So do I. You know, it, before you go on, I'm gonna talk about that pay per view, and I've talked about this many times, how we're on the air, how we're and off the air too. Uh, that was the event, how I remember, only a year before we saw a very heartbreaking uh, tragedy happen, how on uh, a guy celebrated his birthday, uh, sadly yesterday, who would have been 52, however. And it was three weeks after his birthday when he turned 34. We lost this gentleman. They would have the event the following year after what had happened to this gentleman. You know who I'm talking about, too. Owen Hart, yes. Yes. And of course, yeah, yeah. and that, that same incident could have happened there. Because Jeff Jarrett beat David Arquette in DDP in a triple cage match. Yep. With Arquette turning on DDP, and then Canyon came out. Mm-hmm. And then he was thrown off the stage by Awesome to the second cage to the entrance ramp below. That's correct, yes. That's right, yes. And, of course, this was, of course, uh, mimicking, if you will, the movie that we had talked about about two or three weeks ago, Ready to Rumble, which, of course, as you know, by this time had become probably one of the biggest box office duds of 2000. Yeah, like The Room. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. You're right. Yes, I remember that. I remember that. I yes. did not hit her. I did not hit her. <laughs> All right, what else we got? 16 years ago today, 
Perry Saturn was sent home following a match with Mike Spell. Yes. And his punishment for his actions, he was suffering a concussion. Yes. But you think he would have known better, though. That's the thing, however. I mean, he did get punished, I remember, quite a bit from the office because of that. And I think uh, it wasn't long after that that Saturn would find himself on the outs with Vince McMahon and the company. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, 15 years ago today, Scott Hall was released from WWE. Yes, that's right. I do recall that, yes. Yeah. He was a part of that plane ride from hell where his partying drunkenness was the catalyst for the events of the night. That's right. As we all know, it was the first plane ride from hell. That's right. Yes, you're right. Yep. Ten years ago today, Edge beat Mr. Kennedy in just eight seconds to win Kennedy's money in the bank contract. That's right. I recall that was the quickest I remember someone ever had won. Yes. Yeah. And Edge later that, and Edge later the other night, mm-hmm. beat the Undertaker to win the World Heavyweight Title. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Two years ago today, a day Tommy would miss six to eight months due to a shoulder injury. You know, we talked about a Tommy before here on all the shows. This is a guy who in a few weeks, of course, will be facing Mr. Glorious himself, Bobby Roode. I mean, if he had not been injured so many times, however, I mean, it's just a shame because really, when you think about it, however, this guy could have had multiple opportunities to go after the NXT belt, and now he's going to go after it for the first time, however, obviously, coming up here uh, in a few weeks. But still, it's just, I don't know. It's just To me, however, it's just a shame he has not been able to stay healthy, you know? Yeah. Today would have been the 52nd birthday of uh, Owen Hart. Yes. Yep, as well, like you said. And also, it would have been, it, it is the 24th birthday of Will Osprey, and also, believe it or not, however, it would have been the 61st birthday of Ray Hercules Fernandez, believe it or not, Hercules Fernandez, believe it or not, who tragically passed away, however, in 2004 due to heart disease. Of course, he was also known as the Super Destroyer. He would have, he passed away at the age of 48, but today he would have been 62, however, mind you, had he uh, been around. So, happy late birthday to the mighty Herc. 29 years ago today, World Class Wrestling Association presented the fifth Von Eric Memorial Parade of Champions again. Nice. About 70,000 fans were in attendance. Hmm. Yeah. Kevin Kerry Von Eric won the WCWA World Heavyweight Championship. Hmm. Yeah. Seventeen years ago today on Raw, Chris Benoit beat Chris Jericho to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Yes. And also, Miss Elizabeth on that same night on Nitro. Wrestled her first match. I do recall that, yes. Defeating Daphne by disqualification in just 38 seconds. And the next night, she scored her only pinfall win by beating Ronda Singh, known as Bertha Faye. 
Yes. 15 years ago, In Demand and J Sports and Entertainment announced NWA Total Nonstop Action Wrestling would kick off in June of 2002. Yes. Yep. Um, 15 years ago today, unfortunately, WWE released Mr. Perfect because of that plane ride incident. Yes, and I think he passed away shortly sometime after that, which is unfortunate. Yep. Yep, yep. Ten, like I said, ten years ago today, and I think I'm going to have to redo it again, yeah. Edge cashed in his money in the bank after Mark Henry beat up on The Undertaker, and that allowed Edge to beat The Undertaker to win the World Heavyweight title. And this, I believe, J.D., was in your hometown. Sorry, what was that about my hometown again? Sorry. This, Edge being The Undertaker, was in your hometown. That's right, yes. I do recall that I was there for that. Yes, you're right. Yeah, Undertaker was carried post-match by eight druids, but he had suffered a torn biceps until he returned in Unforgiven in September of 2007. Hmm, interesting. Nine years ago today, WWE released Tori Wilson. Yeah, I just imagine if she stayed around in WWE, though. Yeah. Happy 56th birthday for Akira Tua. Hmm. Yeah. And, I know, and I know Thomas Chiapa turns 32 today, so happy birthday to him as well. All right. Is that well, all I think up? that is all we have. Okay. Very good, very good. Thank you very much, Sean. Of course, we uh, thank you for your birth- for the birthdays and dates. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, let's give you the number again here for episode number 92-1724-444-7044. Call ID 138744-POUND. You can join us right now until 5 o'clock. Of course, we are expecting the Black Widow herself, Michelle Denard, the First Lady of Wrestling, along with King NBO, Gerard T. Smith, Mr. W. Chad Hinshaw, and anyone else who wants to get on the line will be here till 5 o'clock. If you will, here this afternoon, of course, we will be having a very special Mike Bennett trivia challenge where uh, King interview Gerard T. Smith and Chad, uh, the rest of the panel, of course, uh, John and Chad, will be uh, asking questions along with the King, who will be running the show today, however, at 4 o'clock in the Miracle Mike Bennett challenge. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about Raw, obviously, of course, being in the U.K., of course, right now. Of course, we do not know what is going on right now, but we will keep you up to date with that, however, mind you. Here. That being said, how we'll talk about last week's Raw if we can. Last week's Raw was, for the most part, pretty good, but the ratings in the end, how it showed a different side, how they went below a 2.0. Hopefully tonight they can pick it back up. We'll have to wait and see what happens, obviously. But uh, let's get your take of last week's Raw the night after payback, Howard. Because to me, I mean, like I said, it started out good. It really did. But throughout the night, it just seemed like how a lot of people were really not interested in what they saw, Howard, even though there was a really good triple threat main event. Uh, give us your take of last Monday's show. Yeah, I agree. Um, good. It was a good main event, I will say. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the ratings, they just... you got to understand, J.D., WWE and WCW aren't fighting anymore. Right, exactly. you got to understand that. WWE and WCW... Now, back in the day, WWE and WCW fought for ratings. Yep. WWE was so dominant, 
Mm-hmm. And still were after WCW left, but now with it being three hours, it's just you know. It's killing. It's killing the product. It's really uh, going stale. Yes, it's going stale. And well, I if mean, you want the ratings to be good, yeah, take it back to two hours. I was just going to say that too. Yeah, I would have to agree. I mean, we've talked about this so many times on all the shows, not just here, but all the shows. And I, I was the, one of the very first few voices that led that charge, and, and I would have to agree because, I mean, to me, I mean, I understand you're competing throughout Monday Night Tower with different primetime shows, whether it be The Voice, whether it be The Bachelor, whether it be uh, Two and a Half Men, or uh, possibly The Big Bang, or, or even sporting events like hockey and NBA postseason or championship games, you know. It's just people are more interested in watching those in baseball. And they're, well, they're watching more of it, and that's fine. I mean, that's great. I mean, I'm all for that. And I'm, I think we're all for that in some ways. But like you said, if they really want to scale back or cut an hour off their show, however, or at least make it a warm-up show like from 7 to 8 like you did back on Sunday Night Heat back in the day, or even like you did on Saturday nights like WWE Jacked or something like that, put a pre-show warm-up where you're going to have your C and D-level talent guys that don't make the television shows every week, however, and uh, the ones who are like basically hanging by a thread and brought in, however, just to put over the younger talent. If you do that, however, you might be able to salvage the rating. But at the same time, Howard, you're just, like you said, it's not like they're competing with anyone else anymore. They're like the only big league game in town. And like I said, I understand Stephanie and Triple H and them are running the office, and that's fine dandy, Howard. And Vince is more and more scaling out of the office uh, more and more and has been doing that for quite a while now, over the last several years, Howard. But at the same time, it's time to just get better stories, get better TV writing. Because, I mean, the TV writing every week, it just seems like more and more it grows stale. I mean... Case in point, I'll take, for instance, uh, the whole uh, Kalista Braun Strowman match a few weeks ago, okay? The uh, dumpster match. We talked about that here on Raw Radio, how we thought that was going to be one of the few exciting highlights, or maybe some of the most interesting highlights of the night. Now it's like, really? You only put like a match of two, two and a half, three minutes, and you end up making it just like a real quick, uh, short match. Uh, the one thing they are getting better on, and they have been improving on the last few weeks, I've noticed, is the cruiserweights. But again, the cruiserweight division is really suffering right now because it's all exclusive to Raw and there's not many on SmackDown. If they wanted to be smart, and they should have done this originally when they did the split a few weeks ago, is take half the cruiserweights over to SmackDown, keep the other half on Raw, and have like a tournament-type format, you know? Put the best cruiserweights of SmackDown against the best Raw cruiserweights. Instead, you got them all on Raw. The guys like Tony Nieces, Drew Gulaks, TJPs, Nevilles, uh, Jack Gallaghers, um, Lance Dorito, uh, who else am I thinking of? Uh, Austin Aries, you know, just some of those guys. Instead, they're just all exclusive to Raw, and SmackDown's getting basically the scrap. And that's another thing I'm going to talk about SmackDown, too. SmackDown the last three weeks, however, has gone to pardon the pun, however, and use the uh, uh, vocabulary inaccurate, however, I'm going to say it anyway. They've gone to crap. They really have. The reigns have tanked. I mean, they went 1.72 a few weeks ago. They did a 1.6 just this last week, which was pitiful in my eyes, however, being in a place like Fresno, California. But that's beside the point. I mean, you're doing some of these things, however, like you're having now the Brizongo or the Fashion Police versus the Usos. I mean, that's fine. Okay, I get that. But does anyone really care that they want to see a matchup between the Usos and Brizongo, a.k.a. the Fashion Police? I have mixed emotions about it personally. 
Uh, one of the better matches on SmackDown right now that's getting entertained, and I hope it gets entertained real soon, is AJ and Kevin Owens. And speaking of Kevin Owens, ladies and gentlemen, let us welcome him on the line, ladies and gentlemen, as he just popped up on our line here, ladies and gentlemen. And we welcome also guest fighter to the chat is our good friend Howard from Ontario, ladies and gentlemen, the master of the pop-off powerbomb. He is the head top heel of top heels, if you will. He is also my co-host on uh, the Time Machine show, Attitude, however, radio, however, on yeah, Attitude Radio on Tuesday nights. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, the man who will be hosting today's uh, Mike Bennett Challenge, the head uh, quiz master himself, the game show man himself, GTS Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, my man, how are you today? I gotta love it every time I come on. JD has a new intro for me. I know, and, I, and that's the way I do it, my man. That's the way I do it. Oh, no, no, I'm not saying anything about it. I, yeah. I, I like it. It's cool. Yes. So I'll be right back, guys. Okay, no problem. What's going on, my man? How you doing today? Good. That's good. John will be back in a second. John was just going over the first days and days. And I was just, John and I were just talking about the uh, state of Raws. We know we talked about the ratings last week being very dis- disturbing and alarming. However, of course, tonight, as we said, hopefully they'll be able to pick it up tonight. Of course, uh, one of the matches, of course, we're talking about tonight is the big tag team turmoil, if you will. Also tonight, ladies and gentlemen, however... Uh, we have heard uh, multiple an early reports say, and I heard this earlier today through someone telling me, and they haven't been able to confirm it yet, that we could be seeing the return of Kalisto tonight, however, a few weeks after being put in the dumpster. So it looks like he might be emerging tonight. We'll have to wait and see how that all goes. But uh, one thing I did talk about, I'm going to get your take on this, Howard, and I haven't heard any updates since yesterday, and I'm sure you may have heard some today, maybe you didn't, is the status of Emma. Uh, what's your take on uh, the latest injury with Emma, and have you heard any updates on her status at this point? No, I haven't. She'll be out for a few weeks, I'd say. I would think that, too. However, I would think that, too. But, again, uh, I'm sure they're going to be looking at this very, very carefully, I'm sure, because right now, I mean, this is something you don't want to fool with. I mean, this is a girl who came back, however, after being off the road for six months, however, due to an injury, however, and at the same time, however, she just thought she was going to be uh, good to go after the whole Emelina gimmick, however. Then they kind of just, no pun intended, took a real steaming pile of crap all over it, however, and just, basically pushed it off to the side, how and didn't do anything whatsoever. Uh, just It's heartbreaking. It really is because, I mean, this is a girl who was looking to get a big push, how and then all of a sudden they just said, nope, not going to happen. How she comes out and says, I'd rather be Emma than Emmalina. And it's like, really? Then what was the vignettes for the last six months or so for? You know, I just, I don't know. It just To me, it was just not, it just, I wouldn't say it was right, but it just it was just confusing, to say the least. It really was. Uh, some of the other things we were talking about, of course, obviously, of course, we talked a little bit about outside of uh, wrestling. We talked about the Derby this past week, and we talked about the big hockey playoffs coming up this week, and that's going to be fun. Of course, we now know two of the Western teams have punched their ticket to the final in the form of Edmonton and Nashville, and that series will probably get underway, I would think, probably Wednesday or Thursday night in Nashville. Of course, Edmonton crushing Anaheim last night and ending their season 7-1. And of course, yesterday afternoon, the Predators winning their series and wrapping up the series against St. Louis and making them feel blue all over as they crushed them in six. So we'll have to wait and see what happens there. Um, as we I did also mention, of course, in a couple of weeks, we got backlash coming up. We got takeover coming up in Chicago. We've uh, kind of mentioned a little bit last night, of course, on uh, a very special Sunday edition of Top Healing. However, we have some of the matches listed already. Uh, I did have a chance to watch earlier today. I don't know if you saw it yet, Gerard, or not. Ember Moon comment about her injury, however, what happened a few weeks ago. And 
I know she's not happy, and that's understandable. However, that's and, and, and but at the same time, she thinks that she had a chance of going after Oscar for that title in a few weeks. It still could happen. Uh, that being said, uh, let us get your early take of uh, what uh, possibly uh, we could see at Chicago's takeover, however, and also at Backlash in two weeks. I know we got some of the matches, but what's your early take of uh, what the matches are looking like as we head into Chicago next week? Um, looks uh, pretty good so far. Um, for both shows, of course, they're going to add a few more on before it's final, but uh, yeah. it looks good so far. Yes, oh, I would agree. I would agree. I still think uh, one of the matches of the weekend by far, and I've said it many times over, and I'll say it again, is going to be that big ladder match between uh, the Authors of Pain, however, and, of course, uh, also DIY in that ladder match in Chicago on Saturday. Uh, as far as Sunday goes, how I think the matchup I'm really looking forward to seeing on Sunday, that Sunday is definitely going to be the match between AJ and KO. I think those two are going to absolutely rip it apart in Chicago 2025 minutes. I think they could steal the show, and like you mentioned last night on Top Heel, I think they could be one of the early favorites for match of the year, no question about it. How we'll see what happens. But uh, some other things going on, of course, uh, we've heard uh, pertaining to the world of wrestling. Of course, I'm looking here if there's any news to report. How I'm definitely checking out right now. Uh, we have heard, however, that apparently, however, mind you, uh, I'm just trying to find it right now if I can't find it here. Uh, apparently, let's see here. Um, like I said here, what they said, however, but uh, I think they said Ember Moon might be out a month or so. And let me see here. Uh, yeah, it says how she's not said anything yet, but it could be a few weeks. Like said, it could be a longer. We'll have to wait and see. Speaking of longer, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in a second before we continue, so hold on just a minute. Hello. Hey, John. What's up, Fon? Nothing too much, buddy. <laughs> okay, sorry about that, folks. And now joining us on the line, I see also, ladies and gentlemen, coming on the line, ladies and gentlemen, is the Heartbreak Kid back on the line with us as well. Let us welcome him in, however. It is Sid the Kid's favorite person, however, when he's not playing hockey, however, ladies and gentlemen. It is none other than Fonzie. Fonzie, how are you today? I'm doing great tonight. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Well, I think we all are, and of course, it's going to be an interesting game tonight. We will definitely talk about that in just a little while. Of course, game six in just about four hours from now at the PPG Paints Arena, of course, which should be a very fun uh, night, however. Uh, we have been talking, of course, about some of the stuff from last week's Raw, of course, and some of uh, the latest injuries, including Emma, apparently. She got hurt again yesterday in the U.K., however. We do not know how long she will be out of action. We will be keeping up to date with this story, but uh, that being said, I will commend you, however, though, Fonz. You were one of the few people last week that called it right on the money with the rating, however. Tonight's going to be interesting being on a tape delay from London. We'll talk about that later on, obviously, with the ratings and everything, but right now I want to get your take as well as George's take, on first teller in just a second again we'll be right back as apparently my phone is going off like crazy so sorry about this guys we'll be right back okay sorry about that uh but as i was saying folks uh 
John and I talked about this, and Gerard, I'll get your take on this too, along with Fonzie, and I'll start with you first, Gerard. Uh, John and I think, however, the reason why the Rangers just continue to be suffering is that they just, the three-hour thing, and we've talked about this so many times, and I mean, all of us have talked about a sore blue in the face, should go back an hour, and they should start scaling back more and more of some of their uh, stuff as far as in-ring ability goes. Uh, what's your take? Yeah, uh, I think that too. I've been saying this all along. Put uh, NXT in front of it or uh, something. Something has to happen, yeah. Oh, yes, I, I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree, no doubt about it. It will be definitely interesting, however, mind you, however. Uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens, however, mind you, however. Uh, that being said, uh, time will only tell, however, uh, no question about it. Uh, Fonzie, what's your take about what's been going on with Raw? I mean, we know that the ratings have not been strong, however. I mean, should they go back to two hours right now? I think they should just keep three hours. Just play, just have more wrestlers uh, wrestling. They should have more matches. Mm-hmm. Instead of talking, bullshitting, yeah. they should have more fight. Who cares? You know, three hours, what's the, what's the difference between... Yeah, you know, eight to ten. Uh, no way, nine to nine eleven mm-hmm. or eight eleven. It don't really matter. They got to put more, more matches on the card and make it more solid that everybody's gonna watch. Right, yeah. right now, as of tonight, yeah, um, the rankings are gonna go low because everybody's gonna watch the game six of the Caps and Penguins tonight and. Nobody's going to switch over until it has a nice, good match. You know what I'm saying? Like a solid, decent match, like mm-hmm. anything. But it don't matter if it's, you know, they're taking an hour away. Mm-hmm. Leave it the way it is and have more more matches on the card. Yeah. Instead of having somebody come out and bullshit for 45 minutes. And nobody's gonna hear that. They want to see. They want to see wrestlers fighting, beat the one out of another. I think they should just keep the way it is and just have more matches on the card, you know, and make it like a you know big match. Everybody's gonna watch it. As of right now, tonight nobody's gonna watch it because the Penguins and Caps for Game Six, you know, and you know. But besides that. There's nothing else on maybe the voice, whatever, yep. you know, but, you know, and they should just keep it the way it is and play, have more more matches on the card so that everybody can get interesting and it, um, nobody's going to watch it. So, um, yeah. yeah, but uh, let me get this call. Somebody's beeping in and I'm going to call <laughs> All right, no problem. We'll come back to you. Okay, no problem. Okay, bye-bye. All right. And Fonzie, of course, will be back with us here in just a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to thank him for coming on for a few minutes, but he will check back in with us in just a few minutes. In the meantime, let's see if John has returned. John, are you back on the line with us? Yes. Okay. Uh, If you guys want to do something in the meantime, I think I have a good idea of what we can do, and Gerard knows what idea. He always thinks of this idea, too, so we can do this for a few minutes. In the meantime... Until Fonzie returns, we can throw these out for a little while. And then, of course, we'll have the big uh, challenge match coming up at I'm 4 back. o'clock. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 
while you're back, okay, that's good. While Gerard is going to throw out right now one of our big suggestions that we love to do here on the show a good bit of the time. So we're going to do this and kill some time out, and everyone can do this if they want. And if you guys want to make any comments here in the chat box or even call us on the line, please feel free to. The number is one seven two four 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 seventy forty four one three seven four four pound. This is episode ninety two of Raw Radio here from Monday, May the eighth, twenty seventeen. I, of course, I am your host, the Iceman, along with the human suplex machine, the king of kings, the master of disaster, none other than the hit maker, the record breaker. He's all those things, and then some GTS, Gerard T. Smith. And, of course, we've got the heartbreak kid, Mr. Fonzie. So, guys, uh, Gerard is going to tell us what we're going to do right now with our upcoming thing. So we'll turn it over to him to give us that intro right now, and I'll be right back. Well, it's time again. For wicked wild fantasy matchups. How you doing, GTS? I'm good, John. How are you? I'm good, man. Good. How's Fonzie? I'm great, bro. I'm getting ready for the biggest game, and hopefully we can close out the Washington Capitals tonight. <laughs> How about that crazy game last night with Edmonton and Anaheim? Did you watch that, Art? JRT? Oh, oh I did. I'm back. Oh, what a game. That was 5 nothing in the first period. They finished 7-1 last night. Yeah, I was talking about that. Yeah, Edmonton and Anaheim last night. Yes. They were, <laughs> they were, they were smoking the Ducks last night. They, they put the Ducks out into the water and let them sink last night. And then the Predators, as I mentioned earlier, too, they beat the Blues and made them feel blue all over. So, I mean, like I said, we'll see what happens tonight, guys. But we'll talk about that hot later on. We're going to now get into Gerard's yeah. favorite thing, my favorite thing, everyone's favorite thing. So, Gerard, what is that one favorite thing we like to do more than anything? I already did it. Oh, you did? Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, well, since we're doing that right now, we're going to turn it over to the man of the hour, let's just say, to give us his first fantasy matchup. So, Gerard, you're up first, my man. You're going in the hot seat number one today. John will go next, Fonzie will go third, and I will go last. So we will be doing some of these for the time being until the 4 o'clock hour, and then we will have a surprise who come up in the 4 o'clock hour. So go ahead with our first fantasy matchup of the day. All right, we're going to go with... Three-way hardcore match. Anything goes. All right. It's going to be Sabu versus yeah. Terry Funk versus Cactus Jack. Ooh, good match here. Really, really good match here. Three of the best here, no doubt about it. The king of hardcore, however, the homicidal, suicidal, genocidal bad man, and of course. Mr. Bang Bang himself, how a really good way to start out the show here this afternoon. All right, uh, who do you like in this one? Uh, 
I'm going to have to go with Sabu. All right, you can go with Sabu. Uh, John, who do you like in this one? Sabu. And Fonzie, what about you? Bang, bang, bang. Mr. Cactus Jack, huh? Okay. You know what? I like Sabu. I like Terry Funk, and I definitely like uh, uh, like I like this match. But I'm going to go with my other two colleagues, Mr. Homicidal, Suicidal, Genocidal, Madman of Bombay. This guy could take a beating and still stand. However, just uh, watch the him- match between him and Terry Funk and Born to Be Wired in the barbed wire. That'll tell you right then and there how really seriously nuts he is. And that is Sabu. So I will take Sabu as well. Great match to start out the show, Gerard. All right, John, you're next, however. All right. As I mean here, I will have to go with um, Braun Strowman. Yes. Versus King Kong Bundy. Oh, wow. Wow. Hmm. 380 pounds versus 460, the Atlantic City Avalanche Man versus uh, the man, however, who is, well, beating down anybody within an inch of his life in the form of the uh, man the man who brings the pain now, the new man, master of pain, if you will, next to Brock Lesnar and Strowman. Okay, who's your pick in this one? Braun Strowman. Gerard, Braun Strowman or the King, King the Atlantic City man? <laughs> What'd you say? Who do you like in this one, uh, Braun or uh, King Kong Bundy? Braun Strowman. All right, two for Braun. Fonzie, what about you, Braun or King Kong Bundy? Uh, wow, that's a great match right there. You got two two heavyweights going out of each other. Yes. Uh, I'm going to take King Kong Bundy. All right, not bad, not bad. Uh, again, I, you know, uh, this is a tough one for me to call too, guys. I mean, this is going to be a tough one for me to uh, call as well, but i got to go with Strowman. However, I think he has a little bit of an edge over Bundy. Even though Bundy's bigger in weight, however, and has the Atlantic City Avalanche, I will definitely go on record of saying I think in the end Bronze is going to be a little too powerful However, to pick, I mean, he could pick up Bunny and do the power slam, no doubt about it. However, and of course, Bunny's famous for that splash. I will say that, however. But at the end of the day, however, I just think, however, Strowman's the bigger and better, tougher guy. Great match there, John. Good one to start out here this afternoon. All right, Fonzie, you're up next with our first match of the day. What is your first match? All right. I'm going to say it's going to be. Oh. A buried alive match. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, it's going to be between the dead man, the Undertaker, mm-hmm. versus Braun Strowman. Oh, so it's going to be now the Taker and Braun in a buried alive match here. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. And my winner is the dead man rest in. Peace. And John, I don't think I have to ask who you're taking, right? Undertaker. Yeah, that's what I thought. And uh, Gerard, I don't think I have to ask either who you're taking. Nope. 
All right. Good matches, guys. You're coming up with some good ones here this afternoon. I like what we're coming out with this afternoon. So, all right, however, mind you, however, let's uh, go uh, with another one that's going to be uh, very interesting here. I'm going to like doing this one. This one's going to be a very unique match, however. I'm going to pick this one, however, and Gerard's going to, I'm going to hate myself for doing this, however, and Gerard's going to really probably give me a look like, what are you thinking? But I'm going to go with this one. Two big men, however, in a body slam match. We haven't had one of those since back in the first WrestleMania. This time it will pit Kevin Owens versus Big John Studd. You got power. Yeah, two big powerful guys, however, in a body slam match. KO versus Big John Studd. We know KO's pretty good at 260, 270. Studd's 360, 370, however, but this is a tough one for me to call. I got to go with KO. I think KO could beat Big John Studd. I really do. KO, of course, Big John Studd suffered his fate, of course, the first WrestleMania with Andre. I think he suffers it again here with the master of the pop-up powerbomb, Kevin Owens. Uh, John, I don't think I have to ask who you're taking, right? Nope. Hey, and, yep, and Gerard, I know it's a given. However, we know who you're going with, so I don't need to even ask. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? Big John Stud versus Kevin Owens in the body slam match. Who is it again? Kevin Owens versus Big John Stud. Big John Stud. All right. All right. Very KO, good. No KO. Yes. You can't even pick him up. Big John Stud. He could. You never know how our. Uh, like I said, how. All right, guys, so we got one run round in. We're going to go for another round. However, once again, we'll go back to the man himself for his second round pick. What has he got next? We'll answer that right now. Gerard, what is your second round pick? And while Gerard's thinking of a second round, let us remind you, ladies and gentlemen, of course, every, uh, like I said, every Thursday night, of course, Top Heel will be live, however, on Top Heel Inc., 14562. Of course, you can also check the Facebook page at Top Heel Inc., ladies and gentlemen, however, at Facebook.com. And also, every Monday after every Raw show, however, be sure to listen to John, of course, give us his humble opinion about the state of Raw and wrestling in general, as you hear him give his two opinions, and then somehow, or just after 11 o'clock every week on Facebook.com at John Gross, G-R-O-H-S, on Facebook.com. So be sure to check it out tonight, however. I'm sure John will have a lot to say about what's going to happen in London here later on this evening. All right, Gerard, are you ready for your second round there? All right, yeah, I got it. Uh, but I don't know if 
many you might know who one of the guys are. Sure. I don't think anybody else will, but okay. I'm going to put Jack Evans, the true, the the true top heel. Yes. Versus Devil. Ooh, good match there, good match there. And Jack Evans, guys, in case you're wondering, John and uh, Fonzie is a guy who's a very good cruiserweight and uh, is very big and famous over the weekend. He kind of uh, did a little, let's just say, uh, angle that has raised the eyebrows of certain people. However, it looked like he was legitimately, uh, this was for real. However, at the last minute, it turned out to be nothing more than a storyline. Uh, as a result, how he has not caught any flack for it, let's just say, but let's just say he got into a little bit of mischief, if you will, however, and kind of uh, raised the ire of some people over the weekend. But a uh, very good match there uh, between Evans and Neville. Uh, as Gerard picked here, Gerard, do you have the match? Make your uh, pick, please. I'm going to have to go with Jack Evans, man. That guy is friggin' talented. Yes, he is. I, I would definitely agree there. Uh, John, who do you like between Evans and Neville? You know what? I'm going to say Neville. Neville? Okay, that's understandable. And, Fonzie, what about you? Jack Evans versus Neville. Jack Evans. You're going to take Jack Evans even though you've never heard of him. Okay, very good answer. I've seen heard of him. I know who he is. Uh, the, the guy he's who... A big, he's a little big stud, bro. Oh, okay, yeah, the, the one I was just talking about, the guy who had that little incident over the weekend, you know, the one I'm mentioning? Is that the one? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, oh, okay, okay, I didn't know if you heard about it. Okay. Yeah. All right, so, good, all right, good answers, guys, very good answers. All right, good match there, Gerard, and uh, good answers from everyone, certainly. All right, uh, John, you're up next for the second pick, Howard. Who do you like in the next round? Um, my next cruiserweight match would have to be... Kalisto? Yes. Versus um, Neville again. Kalisto and Neville. Ooh. Okay. Uh, who do you like in this one? I'm going with Neville. You're going to go with Neville again? I will make it two for Neville. Gerard, Kalisto versus Neville. Who do you got? Neville. And Fonzie, what about you? Kalisto and Neville. Uh, Neville. You're going to go with Neville, too. So everyone's got Neville across the board. Oh, sorry, guys. Excuse me. Yes, good matches all around, guys. So I'm, we're all getting there. But anyway, good matches, guys. We're coming up with some doozies this afternoon. Okay. Uh, we'll go next, Tower, to uh, Fonzie for his uh, next round pick. What do you got in our second round here? Oh, jeez. The big boss, man. Yes. Versus, uh, so, uh, Big Boss Man versus British Bulldog. Ooh, okay. Very, uh, good, uh, pick here. Very nice, uh, like I said, uh, overall pick, however, here. All I right. got the Big Boss Man. You got the Boss Man, okay. It's Big Boss Man versus, uh, who'd you say it was? British Bulldog. British Bulldog, okay. Uh, John, I know uh, you got an answer for this one, so Big Boss Man versus the British Bulldog. Uh, I'm going with the Big Boss Man. Okay, good answer, good answer. And, uh, Gerard, what about you? Uh, Big Boss Man versus the Bulldog. Big Boss Man. 
Okay, so everyone's going with the boss man here, and you know what, however, I am going to go with the British Bulldog in this one. I think he's going to take a bite out of the Bulldog, however, or uh, the big boss man, if you will, however. I think he's hungry to snack on something more than a bone, and I would have to say he is my pick here in this one. So, again, great matches, guys. Really, really good matches are coming up with today, to say the least, however. Very exciting here. All right, however, let me go with my next match, however, which is going to be a good one. And it is going to be, let me think. Okay. Oh, jeez, quit it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to use one of Gerard's old adages, a six-person tag here in this one. I'm going to make this a little fun here, a little old-school, new-school thing here. We'll put JYD, Junkyard Dog, Teaming up with Finn Balor and his partner, um, okay, yeah, that'll be good. Seth Rollins. First, no. first, they're all teaming up together, but you're gonna like the heel faction team. It will be Samoa Joe, Greg the Hammer Valentine, and uh, let's throw out the Miz. Oh God. So, uh, you heard the Sixers. Oh, the Miz, jeez. So he's teaming with Valentine and, of course, uh, his other partner. Uh, Gerard, who do you like in this one? Who was the first team? First team is JYD with Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. And on the other side, it is The Miz, Greg Valentine, and it is going to be Samoa Joe. In a six-person tag. That's fucking Rollins. <laughs> there you go. So Seth Rollins joining the JYD team and Finn Balor. I like it. John, who do you got in this one? Yeah, I'll say the same. All right. And Fonzie, what about you? Make it 3-0. and Say the same. Seth fucking Rollins. <laughs> there you go. All right, good round there, guys. Good. What round. about you? Who'd you pick? I, I took I took the Rollins team too. Uh, did you? I took the Rollins team. Yeah, I took the Rollins team first. Yep. All right, guys. I think we're gonna have time maybe for hopefully another round or two before we expect MLD on the air today. Of course, the Black Widow will be on momentarily, very shortly, and I will let you know when she's on the air because Gerard, of course, will be along with John today. Uh, giving us questions, and hopefully we will be stopping by as well, however, for what should be a very exciting challenge this afternoon. I had ten questions stand off with the miracle Mike Bennett between MLD and myself. Uh, before we go any further, a quick reminder, next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, here on Raw Radio for Episode 93, we will have for you uh, updated card on Backlash as well as TakeOver, and we will have our early predictions for both of those shows, so you might want to stay tuned to that. And who knows, we might even have another surprise in store for you all as well. Right now, let us go to number three, ladies and gentlemen, for the third round, however, as we still have time for uh, our uh, famous uh, trivia challenge here, excuse me, not our trivia challenge, our fantasy matchup challenge here, and we will turn it back over once again to the bad guy himself, GTS. You're up again, my man. What do you got for round three? All right, round three. Another beer. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Uh, let me see, let me see. 
All right. We'll go Team Rude. All right. Bobby Rude, Rick Rude versus Taz and Vader. Ooh, this is a good one. I like this one. Very good match up here. All right. Uh, I don't have to ask who you like in this one, I'm sure. No. All right. Good answer there, my man. John, who do you like in this one? Yeah, I'll say the same. And Fonzie, what about you? Who is it again? Bobby Roode and Rick Roode versus Taz. Yeah, I know that one. Who's the other tag team? Taz Invader. Yeah. Tasman, the double Tasman. Yep, the Tasmaniac, the human suplex machine, not John. Invader, Invader. Invader teamed up against Root, Bobby and Rick Root, yeah. I gotta say what uh what John said. Same thing, Vader. Yep. Invader time. Yes. All right. And you know what? I'm gonna go with Team Root on this one, guys. I'm gonna go against you all on this one. I'm gonna go into Gerard on this one for Team Root. I know, I know. Good match. Yeah, but it was a good match. Good match, though. Great match, though, guys. I'll tell you what. Very, very good match. All right, uh, John, you're up again, my man. What do you got for round three? All right. Well, I'm going to have to go with Undertaker versus... And if he's not retired, this should happen one more time. Undertaker... Versus John Cena. Well, we've talked about this match so many times, guys. I mean, this was supposed to happen this year. It could still happen maybe next year. Again, we're going to have to watch very, very carefully if they do go with this matchup. Uh, That being said, however, I will start with Gerard on this one. Gerard, I don't have to ask who you like, do I? No, you don't. And, John, I don't think I have to ask you either, however, because I'm sure he won't kick out at two. No, he's not going to kick out at two. No, I, I agree. I, I totally 100% agree on that. And he'll never kick out two when Undertaker gets gets a hold of him. Yes. And he's, the only place the Undertaker will put John Cena is in the grave. I would agree. I would. I would definitely agree. However, no question about it. Along with his wife. Yes. Hey, well. you leave Nikki alone. Yeah, no one knows. Yeah, no one knows. Watch what you say about Nikki now, because Nikki, Nikki's awesome, man. No one sells Nikki short. No one I was Nikki. only kidding, guys. I was only kidding. I know. All, all right, right, all right. All right, we'll get you on that all one. Right. Good match. Like I said, good match, Don. Very good match. Again, great matches from everyone here this afternoon. All right, let's go now to Fonzie with his third round match before I give you my third round match. All righty. <laughs> this is going to be a blockbuster main event. All right? All right. It's going to be a 16 pack team match. All right? Yes. Eight versus eight. All right. The first eight is the Nation of Domination. Yes. Okay. Which mm-hmm. will be. Farouk, yeah. Rock, yeah. and D'Lo Brown. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the other, oh, what, the other five? Yeah, the other five will be, who will be tagging with them, yes. will be the, whew, ah, 
The Evolution, Ric Flair. Yes. RKO. Yes. Triple H. Yes. X Pac. Yep. And Seth fucking Rollins. All right. On okay, that will be that first eight. That, yeah. You know, yeah. The other eight will be. Oh, when I put myself into. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, the new day. Yes. All right. Uh. The. The Usos. Yes. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, Seamus and Cesaro. Okay. What, how many is that right now so far? You need, I think, I think you're at, you, you, you have, uh, I think you have, uh, anything. Yeah, I think you're, I think it's eight so on eight. The three will be the new day. Oh, hold on a second. Uh, before you continue on, Gerard, I just saw something uh, literally crawl itself in here. I wonder what it could be. Maybe you could tell us what it could be. It just got on my leg, however, and it said something. Maybe you could tell us what it could say. Uh, it could be the uh, the Black Widows on the line. Well, I asked Gerard to ask him on that one. Maybe Gerard knew the answer to that question, too, Fonzie. But I think Gerard knows it best because I bit him first and it came after me next. Gerard, what is it? Do you know what it is? I mean, it's, it's now on my hand. It's really creeping up on my hand now. Yeah, yeah. It says Cody Rhodes' biggest fan. And on the other side, it says TBWBWA, the black little bitch, with attitude. Indeed, and it is, of course, one half of the six-person women's tag team champions, if you will, and, of course, the leader of the Mike Bennett hit parade, everyone's <laughs> favorite person, if you will, Mike Bennett's second wife, if you will, next to Murray, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, joining us from Paul Myron, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, it is the M to the L to the D, the host of Top Hill Inc., with Gerard T. Smith and myself, and also one half of the debate table, the lovely, lovely Michelle Lynn Dodds. Michelle, how are you on this fine Monday? JD, you forgot one thing, and the queen is going to smoke your ass on Mike Bennett challenge today. Well, well we're gonna see right now because we are gonna. I was just gonna get that out of the way too, and we are just gonna be getting that underway here in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, as Michelle just said, ladies and gentlemen, she plans on smoking me today. Well, we're gonna see about that today because we're gonna get this thing going here this afternoon. Uh, Michelle, you got Gerard, you got myself, you got Fonzie, and you got John on today. Here on this rare Monday, as always, Howard. So welcome to the uh, party, if you will. And, of course, we were talking earlier today about Emma's injury. We have not heard any updates on Emma's injury yet. However, it is still pretty much low-key at this point, shall we say. We will keep you up to date with that, however, in just a little while. But in the meantime, as I said, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Excellent, excellent. Well, we're ready to go, it seems like, guys, however, because I know Michelle's been waiting for about a week to challenge me at this. So right now, I'm going to turn it over. We're going to kill with the fantasy matchups for the time being, however. In the meantime, how we are going to get our main event here going today. And who better to introduce us into the main event but the man himself, the David Penzer of the uh, group, however, the Gary Michael Capetta also who tells it like it is all the time, GTS, Gerard T. Smith. So I'm going to let Gerard give us the formalities and discussion 
Uh, John, if you're going to write down uh, the score as well, however, you and uh, uh, Gerard will be taking turns asking questions today, however, from me and Michelle. So let us turn it over now to the man behind the microphone, GTS, to give us the proper introductions. GTS, the stage is yours, my man. Alrighty then. This match <laughs> is scheduled for one fall. And the opponents are the following. Coming from Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Penguin favorite fan, J.D. the Iceman. Yes, and that's right, people. And, John, you better be ready because we hope to melt you boys down to the ground tonight. Hey, hey. Enough of that. And uh, have that for later. Yes. And now, introducing the very, very classy lady hailing from parts unknown. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You go ahead. (laughs) That was it. Oh, okay. Okay, that'll work. Done. Oh, okay, that'll work. <laughs> okay. okay, that's it. Wow. Okay. That's wow. all I had to say, damn it. All right. All right. That's perfect. That's fine. No problem. All right. On that note, I think we're ready to hear the bell go off, and uh, we're going to let the man himself start it out with the question. Let's see if he anything else before we get this thing going. Anything else? Ding! Ding! Ding. Let's get this fucker going. All right. All right, Don, you got the the temps marked down. Okay. So, uh, Gerard, you will ask the first question. I'm fine. Okay, you and John will be taking turns with the questions and also giving us the point total as well. So, with that said, let's go back to you again with the first question. (laughs) All righty then. Okay, who's banging? I am. I'm trying to get this pen to work. Oh. (laughs) Apparently it's not working. (laughs) Apparently not. Get a new pen, John. Yeah, John, get a new pen while George's picking up. Delete, delete. Delete, Get a new pen. Delete the pen and throw it away. Yes, exactly. Lift your ink. Yes. Break it in half like I do and throw it out. Yeah, pitch it now and get a new one. And George's picking up the first question in the meantime. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> One thing we did mention earlier too, Michelle and Gerard, uh, as well, I'll mention to you both, however, that today, however, while we were doing our birthdays, one of the birthdays that today you'll be happy to hear is Thomas, excuse me, Thomas Chiapas' 32nd birthday today. So happy birthday to him. Yes, it is. Very special happy birthday to him. Of course, he's <gasps> Thomas Chiapas, the one of DIY, who along with his partner Johnny Gargano will be taking on he's the officer. He's 32? He's 32 today, yep. Wow. So him and his partner Johnny Gargano will be self be celebrating a big victory. I know next weekend in that big ladder match against the Authors of Pain in Chicago. And then next week over. That's gonna be a great match next week. Oh, alrighty then. I got the first question. Fire away. This question's worth five points. Okay, five points. When? When did? Mike Bennett go in the top prospect tournament. Is it A two thousand eight? Is it B two thousand eleven or Two thousand five. All right. So you have the honors first, I think. So I'll let you go first. Hmm. How nice of you. Um. I'm going to say B, 2011. I'm going to say uh, B, 2011. What was A and C again? Which ones were A and C again? Uh, A was 2008. C was 2005. Sorry, not speaking for you, but just helping. Sorry. Uh, You know what? I'm going to say... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll agree with you on this one. I'll see 2011 as well. You're both correct. All right. So five points there. John, you're up on number two, my man. All right. All right. I don't know much about Mike Bennett, but... When did Mike Bennett make his debut in TNA? A, 2013, 2014, 2015, or 2016? And I'm going to let J.D. go first. I'm going to say 2015. That's my final answer. All right, Michelle. Can you repeat it again, John? I I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. All right, 2013, 2014, 
Well, y'all are wrong because it's 2016. No one gets a point. Okay. What? What? Oh, you, I thought for sure he... Okay. Yeah. Apparently that wasn't it, so... Okay, no points there, so... It's still tied at five as we go to number three, and how much was that of those points worth there, odds on? Five? Um, they were five points. Five points, okay. All right, we now go back to Gerard for question number three. All right. All right. This is worth five points. All right. This is a true or false question. Okay. Was he ever the top rope promotions heavyweight champion? True or false? Okay. And I think it's Michelle's turn again. I answer the last one. Okay, it's clicking. There it is again. Okay. Um, I'm going to say it's true. I'm going to say it is false. Uh, MLD got it right. Good job, Michelle. Nice one. I should have known that one. Darn it. All right. Thank you, thank you. I'll be here all week. (laughs) And so after three rounds, it is ten to five, I see, in favor of Michelle. All right. All right. Let me get this settled here. Um, Bennett appeared on the WWE episode on uh, April 9th, 2007, where he teamed with Bryce Andrews against which tag team? A, Crime Time, B, The Highlanders, Trevor Murdoch and Lance Cade, or The World's Greatest Tag Team? And, J.D., I'll start with you. What year was this again? What? What day and what year are you talking? April 9th, 2007. April 9, 2007. Okay. That would be, however... Oh, this is tough. I'm going to guess on a limb. 
and say crime time. All right, Michelle? Can you say the choices again, John? Crime time, Lance Kane and Trevor Murdoch, the world's greatest tag team, or the Highlanders? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh. Huh. Was this TNA you're talking about? WWE. WWE. Okay. Oh gosh, I'm thinking. Um, okay, 2007, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, say the choices one more time. I'm sorry. Crime Time, The Highlander, Lance Kane, Trevor Murdoch, and the world's greatest tag team. Two thousand seven, Mike Bennett, tag team WWE. Uh, um, yeah, Crime Time. Uh, that's the only thing that sticks out of my head. All right, you're both correct. Right. J.D. 10, yeah, Michelle 15. At first, I thought you said 2005. Yeah, I thought so, too. I, said I was like, what? Wait a minute. Yes. You're still at five as we go to the fifth question now. <clears throat> and back to the captain himself, however, for number five. The captain? Yes. Captain Morgan? Captain Morgan. Yes, indeed. That's an obvious. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> Alrighty then. Um this match, or yeah, this match is worth five points, and this is going to be all right. Pro Wrestling Illustrated ranked Mike Bennett out of five hundred. 2016. I'm going to give you choices. Alright. Was it A 70? Was it B Twenty-five. 
or was it C fifty one? Alrighty. Hmm. And who went first the last time? I think. Uh, I can't remember. I don't remember. Michelle, was it you? No, it was uh, you. I no, think. you went. You did go first. No, it was Michelle last time, I think. Yeah, George you went first, JD. That's right. John, John, John's right. I just so it's, yeah, it's MLD's first up this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Goes back to Michelle again. Yes. Um, C final answer. I'm gonna say A is my final answer. Michelle is right. Rats should have known that one. Darn it. Uh. She's smoking your way. Not, not by much, though. There's still time. There's still time, though. We go to number six, though. I just... Those, those two I should have known, but I kind of flopped on them, and I didn't know it, so I took a guess on each one, so... Oh, well. Okay, number six, John. You're up next, my man. Six, six, six. <laughs> yes. Six, six, six. The devil's calling hard. <laughs> yes. Damien from The Omen. I love that number, 666. Um, hey, that's the devil. Yes. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> All right. June 21, on the June 21st episode of Impact Wrestling, Mike Bennett won the X Division Championship over who? Eddie Edwards? Robbie E? Um, Ethan Carter or DJZ? And JD? I'll I will give say, you an. I will say Eddie Edwards, and that is my final answer. Michelle? Bless you. That is coming a long time. Bless you. <laughs> Eddie Edwards. Bless you, All right, both of you are correct. Bless you. And that was a blessed sneeze. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's blowing JD apart right now. That's why. <laughs> All right. To number seven we go. Lucky seven. We're rolling snake eyes. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Triple sevens, baby. Yep. Oh, excuse me. Nice. <sighs> That's a nice one. <laughs> <clears throat> and of course, these assholes are running their tractor across the street now. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. 
Right. They they pick the greatest times of day to do any damn thing. I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> Crazy. All right, Gerard is taking right, the No, Gerard did number six, didn't he? No, I, John did six. Hello, John. I did number six. Yeah, John oh, did, did six. Oh, okay. That's okay. why I said Gerard's up okay. on number seven. He's got lucky seven. My lucky seven, bro. What do you got, Gerard? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. I'm thinking here. I'm thinking. All right, take your time. Um, I've drunk here. Bear with me, Wrong. boys. No Bear problem. No problem. Take your time. All right. Oh, shit. Oh, Lord. What? If I ask y'all to repeat anything, please bear with me, because I can hardly hear. No problem. And while Gerard is taking up that question, just a quick reminder for you Ring of Honor fans, this coming Friday night in the Hammerstein Ballroom in Manhattan, New York, how you can see the Ring of Honor War of Worlds pay-per-view. And, of course, some of the matches being featured include Will Osprey versus Jay White, Hiroshi Tanashi versus Adam Cole, baby, Boy, yeah. Briscoe and Mac- Mark Briscoe versus Goto, Trent Barretta and Ricky Romeo for the ROH six-man tag team house, but the big main event. Christopher Daniels, oh, the Fallen Angel, versus Jay Lethal, versus Cody Rhodes for the Ring of Honor title. Oh. So we got some good matches there this Friday night <clears throat> in New York City. Oh. Why are you so sore? Good <sighs> about it for another couple more months. <laughs> Hang in there. Hang in there. Right. Well, no more uh, PT coming. Today was the last day. My physical therapy came. That's good. That's good. Just continue to get better, man. That's the important thing. All right, I think Gerard's got lucky number seven ready to go. Yeah. Um, one second. I'm, try- I'm still trying to still trying to think. It. Um... <laughs> And I'll be right back while Gerard fishes out number seven. Alright. Okay, sorry about that guys. Alright, go ahead. I'm back. Oh all right. Um 
All right, we'll go with this. Mike Bennett won the ROH World Tag Team Championships with this man. And I'll give you choices. A, Jay Lethal. B, uh, Matt Tevrin. And C, Adam Cole. Hmm. Okay. And I believe, Michelle, it is your turn again. Um, I'm going to guess. I remember, but I don't. I'm going to say B. All right, she's going with B. You know what? I'll say B, too. Matt Tavern. Sounds right to me. Both would be correct. All right. Okay, we go to number eight. And once again, we go back to John. All right. Um. Okay. Finish teamed with Matt Taven in April 2015. At Invasion Attack 2015, they won the IWGP Tag Team Championship over who? A, the Dudley Boys. B, the Bullet Club. Or C, or C, um... World's greatest tag team. Okay. Since Michelle went first last time, I'll go first this time, I think. Uh, I'm going to see the Bullet Club. That's my final answer. Michelle? You're going to have to repeat it, John. I, I couldn't hear you at all. The Bullet Club, the Dudley Boys, or the world's greatest tag team? What was the question? What was the question? <laughs> you gave the team names, but give her the question too, John. They returned to NJPW on April 2015 and Invasion Attack. Which team did they beat to win the IWGP Tag Team Championship? The club, the Dudleys, or the world's greatest tag team? Oh. Uh... Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to say the Bullet Club. You both would be correct. Okay. On to question number nine, however. And once again, the man has number nine. Yes, I do. 
We think. God, it's turned up all kinds of shit over there. <laughs> Alrighty, I got it. <laughs> all right. God scared me. <laughs> <laughs> I do that well. Um. All right, guys, this is for five points. All righty. Get ready. Ready. <laughs> All right. Chop, 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 chop.
This is for five points. Not a wrestling question, but it's a question about Mike Bennett. So, Okay. When did Mike Bennett get married to the lovely, lovely Maria? Uh. Oh, hold on. I yeah. got a choice. All right. All right. So, A, October 10th, 2014. B, August 12th, 2015, or C, June 25th, 2011? All right. Very good question. Okay. Who went first last? I did, so you're up again. Oh, okay. October 10th, 2014. I'm going to say 2000, and I'm going to say A. Both would be correct. All right. And now we head into the main event, the tenth and final question. And, John, give us our score, please. Right now it is 15 to 35. Oof. Okay. All right. You have the main event question. You can determine the amount of points and then give us the question. All right. Last last call. Yes. So, as Chad would say, shake hands, gentle. Shake hands, lady and gent. All righty. Shake hands. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. That's 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 um that's crazy, but okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, Bennett and Tavin won the ROH World Tag Team Championship in September of 2015. Which team did they beat? A, Bullet Club. B, The Addiction. C, The Briscoes. Or Captain New Japan and Justin Fusion Thunder Liger. And, J.D., I'm going to start with you. I'm going to say Liger's team on this one. Okay, Michelle. Wait, what? I couldn't hear you. Could you repeat it again? Um, The Addiction. Okay, The Addiction. The Briscoes. 
the Bullet Club or Captain New Japan and Jishin Thunder Liger? That Bennett and who won the uh, RH Tag Team titles again? Who? Um. Matt Tavern. Uh, Matt Tavern. Yeah. <clears throat> Huh. Um. thinking. Um. Damn. I'm gonna say Liger and Captain Japan's team. Well, both of you are wrong. It was the addiction. Okay. What? Oh, yeah, they. Okay, Gerard. <laughs> All right, that, that was the tenth question there. Oh, was it? Oh, shit. Yes, that's okay. Yes, that's okay. And the final score, John, is? Yes, John, declare your winner. Four. Forty-five to thirty. That would mean Michelle's the winner by fifteen. Nice job, Michelle. Congratulations. Well done. It was close, though. It was very close, though. You got to admit, a very good match, Michelle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll be back in a second, guys. You had to go wipe the tears out. All right, I'm back. Sorry, guys. I got you gotta go wipe your tears off. No, I'm gonna. No, I didn't have to wipe my tears off. I do. Uh, did my my one niece? My nieces are here today, because one of them's got uh, softball tonight, so they're both over here right now. But good match, though. Now, before we continue on, guys, however, I want to ask anyone quickly, does anyone have a challenge for anyone for next week in trivia? Does anyone want to throw out a challenge next week? Michelle, I'll start with you. <laughs> um, uh, no. All right. Gerard, what about you, my man? you have any challenges you want to throw out next week? No, I'm good. All right. Fonzie, what about you? Nah, I'm okay. John? Nope. You know what? I'm going to throw out a challenge for next uh-huh. week. And I am swinging for the fences here, and I am going to point to the man from Front Royal, Virginia. You, John, I'm going for you. Oh, my God. And I will challenge you next week, if you're willing to accept, a ten-question standoff to see who knows the best about Ric Flair. I'll do it. All right. Michelle, you and Gerard next week, if Chad comes on the line, we'll help him with the questions. If not, you two will team up together to... uh, be a team and ask the questions for me and John 
Fonzie, you can keep score if you wish next week. So next week, folks, it'll be a 10-question standoff about the 16-time limousine riding, jet flying, wheeling, dealing, kiss-stealing, son of a gun, the nature boy, the two-time Hall of Famer, Slick Rick Flair, if you will. So, folks, that'll be on top of next week's docket, along with our early predictions for TakeOver Chicago and also the Backlash pay-per-view as well. So, folks, that is going to be a very, very exciting show, to say the least. Well, since we got about less than 10 minutes to go, however, we're going to ask everyone, as always, however, like we do every Monday, ladies and gentlemen, our raw ratings and predictions tonight. Tonight it is being taped as we speak right now, so we do not know anything what's going on yet at this point in time, ladies and gentlemen, however... We will let you know about it later on tonight, maybe, however, before the show or after the show, you can watch and let us know. Last week, i got to give Fonzie his credit. He did call the rating right last week, so he will go uh, third in this. But first, we're going to turn it over to King Classy to give us their raw ratings and predictions, however, for tonight's show, followed by Fonzie, John, and then I'll go last as well. So we'll start off, of course, with the King Classy duo, of course, with the king himself, GTS, Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, what is our rating tonight, and what will our main event be in London? It'll be a little lower than last week, and I think they should go with the tag team turmoil match as the main event. Oh, yes, Bobbitt, I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree with you there. Michelle, your thoughts about this week's uh, Raw rating and main event prediction from London? Uh, uh, What was it last week? 199. Yikes. Yes. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say one 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 eight one point eight. Yeah, that that would be very alarming. All right, and what is your main event prediction? I don't care as long as there's something with Seth Rollins, The Miz, or Finn Balor in it. I'm good. There you go. Good choice. Good choice. Uh, Fonzie, I'll get your answer in a second, so I'll be right back in two seconds. Hold on. Okay, I'm back now. Uh, Fonzie, let's go to you now with your raw rating prediction. Tonight from London. Uh, Roll rating will be one nine, and yep. my main event will be the women's uh, championship. All right. So you think uh, that Alexa Bliss will defend her women's title tonight? Okay. Good choice. Good choice. Uh, John, what do you think the Raw rating will be in London, and what will be our main event tonight in London? Our main event in London should. Will be, um, I know you said this earlier, but I'm going to say, say, uh, Braun Strowman and Kalisto. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. And they go to, to 1.82. So they drop down again this week. Okay. Yes, that's how I feel. Well, we'll see. I mean, we're definitely going to see, folks. Uh, I think they go up a little this week. I think I'm going to be one of the few that go up this week. As crazy as it sounds, I'm going to go up this week. I think we're going to see a 2-0, 
five or maybe a two ten. I think your main event will be what Gerard said, the tag team turmoil match, however, and I think that'll be your main event. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, of course, also a lot going down tonight, as we mentioned, as uh, Fonzie mentioned, I mentioned, John's talked about it as well. The big hockey game, Game 6 of the Eastern Conference second-round playoffs tonight in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and Washington. Could the Pittsburgh Penguins close out against Alex Ovechkin and the Capitals once again, or do the Caps have one last spark in them to force a Game 7? We'll find out when the puck drops after 7.30 tonight. So be sure to keep that on uh, your... Uh, mine tonight. But folks, it's going to be a great show. I do want to thank you all for coming in. Of course, I do want to thank the human suplex machine, John Gross. Of course, the king himself, the host of the game show today, the master of disaster, the true architect of the radio network, if you will, Gerard T. Smith, along with his helper, of course, the Black Widow herself, Michelle Lynn Dodds, of course, and of course, Fonzie as well. Uh, we also want to thank you for letting us uh, come into your lives each and every Monday, Howard, because that's what we like to do best, however. And uh, before we close, I want to ask, does anyone have any closing uh, arguments to say? Uh, Gerard, I'll start with you. Nope. Michelle? Nope. Fonzie? No. John? No. I'm good as well. And, uh, folks, we do want to thank you for coming on the line today. However, we have had a great time, as always, Howard, because we like to do what we do best, Howard, and that's entertain you the best. And speaking of entertainment, Howard, we're going to take you out with a little uh, British music tonight, however, as it's only fitting, Howard, that the superstars are in Europe, however, with a little Moody Blues action. Uh, one of my favorite tunes from the Moody Blues, it's from the late 60s. We've heard this song before. We'll play it one more time for you. It is entitled Nights in White Sands. So, Right now, folks, I do want to thank you all for coming in. Don't forget, next week, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we'll be back in the same time, same place. The Ric Flair Challenge will be on the table. We'll talk about TakeOver. We'll talk about Backlash. We'll also talk about the latest news on Scuttlebutt outside of wrestling, of course, as well. But tomorrow night, don't forget to join Gerard and myself at 7 p.m. with Wrestling Revisit at 139926-POUND, as well as Top Heel along with Michelle, of course, every Thursday night at 7 p.m., 14562, with our good friends, the Wolf Queen, and, of course, Heavy Metal. Of course, we will also be at the debate table this Wednesday night, 139925-POUND. And then at 9 o'clock tomorrow night, as well as Wednesday night, of course, we'll be recapping Raw and SmackDown, if you will, live from the U.K., ladies and gentlemen, give you our thoughts as well. It should be a great show, 138055-POUND, of course, on those shows. And then, of course, on Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in to wrap up the week as well. Who knows what we'll be discussing as well, John, of course, and I. So we'll have your birthdays and dates of all those days, of course, however, ladies and gentlemen, while Gerard and I will have your local news for you beginning at the top of the 9 o'clock hour on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday night this week. And also on Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to listen to the best damn Saturday night show, however, on radio. And, of course, it's been making a very strong case the last couple weeks of coming back strong, and we continue to make it strong each and every Saturday night with the Black Widow along with Gerard and the panel. Uh, two-way tough to handle, one three eight nine eight two pound ladies and gentlemen. And that is Attitude Radio. It is always a good time with the John Belushi and the Jane Curtin of the News Radio Network, if you want to say that, with their version of Attitude, if you will. Michelle, you were going to say something, I think. Yeah, hold on. Chad's sending me a message to pass along to you. Hold on. All right. We're going to be expecting, we're expecting a message now from Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw. Michelle is going to give us the update on that, however, here. So we were going to... Okay. He okay. says Raw rating, Raw rating 2.3 main event Alexa versus Bailey non-title. 
Good choice, Chad. Very good choice. I think, like I said, they've got to go up this week. I would agree, and I hope and I hope they do because they really need to spark up interest. I think they've got to go up, especially the way the last week's show went. So uh, we thank you for that, Chad. Of course, that is our head bigwig, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw, down there in beautiful Trinity, North Carolina, the home of the four horsemen, if you will. So, folks, uh, right now, however, we are going to cut it loose here about two minutes early. However, we're going to play a little Knights of White Sand for you all. So for now... Again, we want to thank you for listening to us. We're here each and every uh, day here, usually on Talk Show. And, of course, we also want to say happy two years to Talk Show Radio for giving us all a chance to do our thing. Michelle, Gerard, myself, John, Fonzie, and the rest of the game want to thank you for listening to all of our shows and making us feel special each and every day here for our two-year anniversary, however, which was a very special occasion this past night. You can go back and listen to that, however. It was a great time, however. And as I said, folks, however, we will definitely be back however, in the saddle. I see Fonzie's now left us, so Fonzie will talk to you again later on tonight, however. I'll talk to you later on tonight, however, but I, you'll be joining us again next week. So for now, reporting live from ringside, along with the Black Widow, along with the uh, King of Kings, if you will, and the Human Suplex Machine, this is JD saying so long from ringside, and now we'll take you out with a little Moody Blues action. So for now, this is... All of us saying good night for now, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow night. Have a great Monday night, everyone. Be careful, be safe, and enjoy. Nights in white satin, never reaching the end. Letters I've written Never meaning to send Beauty I'd always With these eyes before Just what the truth is I can't say anymore Cause I love you Just what you